Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 17, a prayerful plea for rescue and justice from the innocent. Have you ever been accused of something you didn't do? I have, and it's a terrible thing, especially as an adult. In this psalm, which is really a prayer of David, he pleads for justice. It's a justice that could only be found through a fair and just God. Let's dig in. Psalm 17, a prayer of David. Hear me, Lord. My plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from you. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart, Though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I have planned no evil. My mouth has not transgressed. Though people tried to bribe me, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent through what your lips have commanded. My steps have held to your paths. My feet have not stumbled. I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love, you who saved who, who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who are out to destroy me, from my mortal enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts and their mouths speak with arrogance. They have tracked me down. They now surround me with eyes alert to throw me to the ground. They are like a lion hungry for prey, like a fierce lion crouching in cover. Rise up, Lord, confront them, bring them down with your sword. Rescue me from the wicked. By your hand, save me from such people, Lord, for those of this world whose reward is in this life. May what you have stored up for the wicked fill their bellies. May their children gorge themselves on it, and may there be leftovers for their little ones. As for me, I will be vindicated and will see your face when I awake. I will be satisfied with seeking, with, with seeing your likeness. That's Psalm 17 in the NIV version. Um, let's dig a little deeper. Justice, just. I'm sure you'll agree with me that this world is not fair. Bad things happen to good people all the time. And Jesus warned us about that. He said, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. That's John 16, 33. And you know that because he overcame the world, when we become born-again believers, we overcome the world. God hears all of our fervent prayers. Furthermore, he answers them all. Clearly, the answer may not be what we want to hear. It could be yes, no, or not now. Moreover, as James wrote, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. And that's James chapter four. 
pray to God with the right motives and in Jesus' name, and you'll have a peace that surpasses all understanding. And Paul wrote in Philippians chapter four, starting in verse six, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You know, God sees, um, sees us and everything that we do, good or bad. Here, David proclaims that God knows that he's done nothing wrong. He's followed all of God's commandments and the path that God laid out for him. We need to ask God to light our path, to make it clear what his will is for our lives. If we sincerely want to follow Jesus and not a church or some false prophet, he will lead us in the right direction. However, it's up to us to follow him. He is our refuge. He's available for us 24-7 no matter where we are. We can pray to him and he will hear us. John wrote uh, in 1 John chapter 5, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. If you've ever wondered where the phrase, the apple of my eye came from, here it is. It's a term of endearment. A parent looks upon his or her child as the apple of their eye. Here, David asks God to keep him as the apple of his eye and protect him as he protects his eyes. Well, think about it. Here in Arizona, we get frequent dust storms. If you find yourself outside during one, the first thing you do is protect your eyes from flying dust particles. David ends his prayer with a desire to be vindicated, to see God's face and to see his likeness. As born-again Christians, Jesus' sacrifice makes us vindicated with the Holy Spirit in our hearts. We see God's face shining on us. We get to know God and we become like him. And again, I turn to spoken gospel for better insight on this psalm. I quote, but David makes an important distinction between himself and the wicked. He says that the wicked portion is in this life. They are satisfied with the meager benefits this world can offer, benefits that will be gone when they die. David, on the other hand, has more glorious portion waiting for him. He will behold the face of God. He will look at the perfect character, righteousness, and justice of God, and his likeness will bring perfect satisfaction. This is what David hopes to see when he awakes. He looks forward to a day beyond the grave when he will be resurrected into the presence of God. So where is the gospel? Christians today are also saved by our innocence. However, this innocence doesn't come from us. It comes from Jesus. Jesus, far more so than David, was truly innocent before God in every way, in his heart, lips, and action. What was true of David's innocence in this one instance is true of Jesus eternally. But when wicked men sought to devour him like a lion, Jesus did not appeal to his own innocence so that God would rescue him. Unlike David, Jesus didn't defend his own innocence when questioned by those who were sending him to death. Instead, innocent Jesus was called guilty so that we who are guilty can be called innocent. Wow, that's, that's a powerful statement right there. I'm gonna read it again. Unlike David, Jesus didn't even defend his own innocence when questioned by those who were sending him to death. Instead, 
innocent Jesus was called guilty so that we who are guilty can be called innocent. That's the good news. When we call out to God and trust Jesus' innocence is available to us, we will not only be saved from our enemies like David, but we will also see God's face. That again was from Spoken Gospel from the Bible study on, uh, from spoke, by Spoken Gospel on the Book of Psalms. Call for justice. As long as Satan is the prince of this world, and that's the way it will be until Jesus comes back in his glory, there will be trials and troubles and tribulations. Even after the church, his born-again believers are raptured, the tribulation saints will suffer under the hands of the enemy. We see that in Revelation 6, when Jesus breaks open the fifth seal. It's Revelation 6, starting in verse 9. When the lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of all who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord and said, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to this world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters, their fellow servants of Jesus, who were to be martyred, had joined them. That's, and that's going to be in the tribulation. So you really don't want to get left behind. You really don't want to get left behind. Our fervent prayers are precious to God, and we see that in Revelation 8, just prior to the trumpet judgments. Revelation 8, um, starting in verse 3. <laughs> then another angel with a gold incense burner came and stood at the altar and a great amount of incense was given to him to mix with the prayers of God's people as an offering on the gold altar before the throne. The smoke of the incense mixed with the prayers of God's holy people ascended up to God from the altar where the angel had poured them out. So how do you pray Psalm 17. Take the psalm in whatever version you have and rewrite, rewrite it. Um, write it out in your, uh, uh, your, your own prayer in your own words. And here's my sample from the um, new, new Living Translation. Oh Lord, hear my plea for justice for the innocent. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer for it comes from honest lips. Declare me innocent for you see those who do right. You know my thoughts and examined my heart. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I am determined not to sin in what I say. I have followed your commands, which keep me from following the wicked and evil people of this world. My steps stay on your path and I have not wavered from following you. I pray to you because I know you will answer, O oh God. Bend down and listen as I pray. Show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. Guard me as you would guard your own eyes. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Protect me from wicked people who attack me. And I pray this also for all my Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are being persecuted solely for following and worshiping you. Arise, O oh Lord, stand against them and bring them to their knees. Rescue innocent Christians from the wicked with your sword. By the power of your hand, O oh Lord, destroy those who look to this world for their reward. Because I am righteous, I will see you when I awake. I will see your, uh, your face. 
I will see you face to face and be satisfied. Are you confident in your prayers or do you just, do you just rattle off the prayers of the rosary which have no meaning? Are you following Jesus only or are you still enslaved by a man-made religion? Are you confident of where you will spend eternity? Well, you know, there are only two clear choices. It's heaven or hell. Consequently, the choice is yours to make while you're still alive and coherent. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, that confident hope, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen at any moment. Believe me, you do not want to be left behind because if you think things are bad now, it's going to get way worse after, after we're gone. So what you need to do is believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died, taking your sins away forever. And he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins. That is stop sinning. You will complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. When you ask Jesus to forgive you, he will. All your sins will be wiped clean, past, present, and future. And all means all. Then be baptized by water baptism. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. And receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, How to Know Jesus. And in the bottom of today's blog, I um, embedded three worship songs from <laughs> that we sang at my church today. One of them is brand new. It's called I'm Going Free. And it is, it's a perfect song. I mean, the words say, glory, glory, hallelujah. You threw my shackles in the sea. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Jesus is my liberty. I'm going free. And that's exactly what Jesus does for us. Because you cannot be uh, free while you're enslaved by religion. (sighs) Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. It's now open, my Christian Book Distributors Affiliate Bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discount prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. 
anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.